If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way Alright, hello internet! Welcome to a brand new campaign in a semi-brand new system. Hello! <laughs> Today we are playing in the Fate Core system. Um, you've seen a little bit of it in Base Raiders and Spirit of the Century, and we are playing a game based on the Fallout universe. Because I'm a, an inventive man. And a huge nerd. Yeah. Speaking hopefully this, of... will go, hopefully this will go better than our last couple times trying this. Speaking of uh, being a huge nerd, if you, uh, if you know the Fallout series, you know every game is preceded by a Ron Perlman monologue. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> what, Sam? <laughs> what? Why are you upset? Because this is what I'm looking forward to, Sam. This is what I was looking forward to the most. No, I'm just pissed that I didn't see it coming. <laughs> War. War never changes. In anticipation of the apocalyptic fires that consume the world in 2077, small devices in the hands of small communities were custom-built to restore the human race. These devices, called Garden of Eden Creation Kits, or GEX, had the technology to fix the burned-out wastes. Those lucky few who managed to control one of these powerful terraforming tools gained the power to become either merciful saviors or iron-fisted tyrants. In the Gulf Commonwealth, in the remains of what used to be Florida, one of these Gex survived the war, functional, yet broken. From its home in Kismet Park, it polluted the surrounding area, making it nearly unfit for life. Under the right circumstances, it could bring peace and prosperity to its part of the world. But it is said that if one desires peace, one must prepare for war. And war, war never changes. That was really good, James. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm hard. My body, my body is very ready. <laughs> the last time I tried that, Charlie said literally the same sentence, Sam. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, so everyone, describe your characters. Let's start with Sam. You sure you want to start with me? Let's start with Nate. <laughs> why, why, why start with me, huh? No, no, right. I'll start. I'll start. I'm doing it. <laughs> Let's start with Sam. I don't know. Does it, isn't right. it make sense if Sam gets introduced after a couple of the others? No, nope, right. nope, nope. We're starting with me. Yep. Uh, Let's start with Sam. Uh, I'm playing Jim Jones, whose high concept is wannabe robot death cult leader. He has a trouble. He has a pension for constant drug abuse to avoid succumbing to horrific existential angst. Uh, and he firmly believes that he is the uh, prophet sent to guide, protect, and advise the savior sent to us by our true robot god. That's me. Got a physical description? Uh, he's, um, I don't know, really weathered and kind of horrific looking. Um, Not like, as bad as a ghoul, though? No, but like... He he like his face is made of just leather. So he looks so basically <laughs> Steven Tyler. Yeah, pretty but much. But like nineteen ninety five Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leatherface. By the way, audience, if you have any questions about the Fallout lore, make a thread for it. I will talk your ear off. Well, tech type your ear off. You I'll type your eyes out. I will something, communicate, something I will communicate will your ear off. Something oh. will be done to you. 
All right, Nate, your character. All right, I am playing Vespara, Vespera Kaline Ademik, uh, also known as the Exile or the Woman in Black. She's short, about 5'2", has dark skin, um, uh, chin-length black hair that she usually keeps pushed behind her ears, almost always wears a black makeshift serape and a matching Stetson. Um, she's somewhere between... She's she, she's she's somewhere in her mid twenties, um, though tends to act a lot older, and uh, is from the is is from the area of uh is from an area south of the Bojave wasteland, um, and has come from very very far in the west in a long stretch of wandering. Okay, Matt. All right, I'm playing Chris Yao. Um, my high concept is the Doctor of the Wastes. Um, Chris, uh, uh, Chris is, uh, average height, um, v- uh, vaguely Chinese. Um, he, uh, it's hard to pick down Wait, his exact... Is he, he's vaguely Chinese? Yeah. That's so he's vaguely problems. Asian. Is, is he related to another character that Zach once played? <laughs> whose demon was vaguely, demon form was vaguely Asian? Are you talking oh. about, are you talking about, are you talking about Hellsdale? <laughs> Yes, just that I remember her being described as vaguely Asian. Okay, no, I her... when I say vaguely Chinese, I mean he pro- I mean he came from he came from mixed ancestry. <laughs> I don't mean. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, it just I'm not going to connect it to too many canons. Fallout is not within the Frida's verse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, he uh, he uh, is a member of a Come of in. a of a splinter faction of the followers of the apocalypse. Um, after they after. After uh, their time uh, on the West Coast had, uh, after the West Coast became more civilized, basically with with the foundation of cities and that relative relative calm in the face of the rest of the world, the followers decided they would uh, be able to spend their spend their efforts better, actually trying to expand knowledge and rebuild the rest of the the rest of uh, the wastes. So he was part of a uh, part of a group of followers that has that has made their way to the East Coast in search of uh, um, in search of more salvage and uh, new places to settle and that kind of stuff. Um, All right. Yeah. Zach. I'm. Hello. I'm playing Alexandra Rain, a uh, the mechanical girl of Vault Thirty Two. She has a bit of uh, trouble sometimes relating to an otherwise communicating with people because you see she was raised by robots and for a indeterminable period of time thought she herself was one until she was forced to venture out of the vault she was uh, born in in order to find uh, in order to find replacement parts and then upon learning that she wasn't a robot uh, decided to venture out to find out more about herself and humanity in general. Uh, she is a 17-year-old uh, girl with short brown hair and a kind of tomboyish build, but usually wearing her vault clothing because that's what she's got. I'm sure they're more comfortable than a lot of things in the wasteland. Probably. She probably ha- even has the... She probably even has the, like, sp- in particular, like, engineer... Uh, yeah, a vault utility well, jumpsuit. Should I should I say a particular thing about her relationship to one of the other characters now, or wait? Well, 
I am about to, uh, let, let's do that just after the end of the character descriptions. Okay. Josh. Hail and well met, Internet. Oh, I'm boy. playing Lanso. What Did you not see this coming? No, I saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Um, he is a knight, of uh, a knight formerly of the round table, uh, which has since collapsed. Um, Termites. It's now the sliced in half table. Yes. Uh, anyway, he is maybe malfunctioning. Uh, a maybe malfunctioning robot from a place that was similar, not dissimilar uh, from like a robotic medieval times dinner attorney, uh, and is kind of uh, he's he's the yeah he's he thinks he's a knight. He doesn't even he's not one hundred percent under he doesn't one hundred percent understand that he's a robot even. He just thinks he's different. <laughs> and indeed he uh, is. <laughs> but yeah, he's pretty huge. Like 6'2", 6'3", 6, like maybe 6'5", even. Weighs a lot because he's made of metal. Um, he has a... St- did we ever decide if it was just a, a motorcycle or a robot horse? Uh, I don't think we ever determined what's going on with that. <laughs> we should probably do that now. <laughs> I like the idea of a robot horse, but that's also silly. <laughs> I don't know, I like the idea of, uh, like... A, a, a like a low power motorcycle with a horse head on it. That'll work. Or like the the tire the front tire guards like a got a design on it to make it look horsey or something. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, he's on a he's on a quest to to find and slay the Black King Mordred, who escaped his uh, hands early on in his history. <laughs> All right. And now's about the time where I would ask you to, since this is a party that's been adventuring together for a short while at least. Uh, now's the time to explain any character interactions you have that aren't going to make sense without explanation, Zach and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to? I think you can exploit this better. Uh, sure. Let's see. Let me, how do I... Where do I begin? Uh, so, my character is convinced that uh, humanity is doomed, and that the only thing that... Uh, that that will save humanity is uh the the true robot god um and having uh been essentially saved from uh certain death <laughs> um uh by uh by by Alexandra Rain um and her uh and a group of mechanical de- defenders of uh vault 111 um he has uh, taken up following her around and uh, pledging himself to uh, help her in her quest uh, to become the savior sent to us by our true robot god. All right. So that's interesting. <laughs> All right. Do you speak blasphemy? The only thing I, the only thing I can uh, I have to toss down is that uh, Ves- uh, Vespera has... Uh, has has traveled with uh sporadically with both um with both uh Chris Yao and and uh Alexandra Rain. Um usually took the couple of times she encountered Alexandra, she basically treated her like a kid that needed to be watched and taken care of for her own good. And every time um, that Chris and Vespara met up it always resulted in an epic gunfight. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, so, and in one case, a meet up with this very strange man with a baseball bat. 
but on the on, on on the plus side with that, uh, she she basically trusts Chris to have her back. So, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna start in media res here. All of you are sitting weaponless in a dark, moist prison cell. It's a rather large holding cell, almost like a uh, a sort of like drunk tank. But it's in a heavy state of disrepair. The um, stuff is starting to pull off of the walls. There's dilapidation everywhere. Is Lance in a... the same cell as us? Yes, he is. <laughs> Do we know each other? Yeah, yeah, yes, we've been we've been we've been adventures. traveling together for a bit. Okay. Wait, how do they remove Lanzo's weapons? Aren't they integrated into him? <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. I thought he had one <laughs> arm that he's, was. He's a little concerned that Caladbolt is missing. Yeah. In the corner, there's a radio gently playing jazz music, and standing in front of you, watching the uh, watching the jail cell with slow, unblinking eyes, is what appears to be a man in a mascot costume. A tall, cartoonish fox with a wide, unmoving oh, smile on his face. Oh, son of a bitch! Are you fucking? And, uh... a hook, and a hook for a hand. No hook. Okay. <laughs> Be you man or machine? There's no response. The aspect placed on the scene is dust and rust. Uh, do you think he's uh, broken? Does the is it just staring like straight ahead or is it actually following us as we move around? It's just staring straight into the center of the uh, jail cell. Chris will go up to the bars and kind of wave his hand in front of its face. It either cannot or chooses not to follow your hand. I think it's broke. Uh, I don't know. You're Listen the one... well, knavish and foul vixen. You will let us out of this place at once or suffer my wrath. You speak true, Lanzo. I open don't the think bars. It's listening. <laughs> All right, if you want to open the bars, make me a might check. Uh, it's called physique, is it not? Physique check. Yes, sorry. Okay. Spear of the century lingo. Yeah. Do do we are we aware how we got there here? I'll explain in a bit. Okay. It's okay, a, I got it's a cold open. Uh, I got is the first. No, you have to spend a point for the for the aspect on the scene, right? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, just plus four. Plus four. Just plus four. <laughs> It's my best thing. I'm good at it. <laughs> All right. Normally, you'd be able to bend open the bars, but as you start pulling them apart, the uh, the mascot levels its assault rifle at you and fires a warning shot at your hand. Okay. <laughs> did he mention it had an assault rifle before? I did. <laughs> oh, I thought you just said it had a broken smile. Okay. All right. It's less broken than I thought. Pretend I did mention it as an assault <laughs> rifle. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like seven. It's like seven C. If it, a raider it, it is isn't... not previously described to be holding something else, they can at any point be holding an assault rifle. Yeah. You you weren't looking at the assault rifle. Uh, can I make a can I make a uh, a roll for something? Uh, depends. What you rolling for? Um, to uh, a roll for just general knowledge of guns. Yeah, that that is a guns roll, a shoot roll. All right. A shoot guns that is, roll. That is that is what I have best. Shoot guns, gun shoot. Alright, so that is... Okay, I got plus five. Alright, what um, are you trying to, know, to do with it? Uh, basically, to know what the gun is, how much, specifically how much ammo it should have. Alright. Um, you aren't aware if it has uh, secreted away in one of its many folds and compartments of this suit any more ammo clips, 
But this is a pretty standard um, American assault rifle um, in not great repair, but not disrepair either. That should hold about 40 shots. Large clip. To... 40 shots. We wouldn't be able to outlast him. I'm going to step over to uh, Alexandra and place my hand on her shoulder. Has he spoken to you? What What are we to do in this situation? Um, I I haven't heard anything. Just keep you so keep listening. Confused. Our ears must always be open. We'll we'll do. She begins listening intently to the radio. <laughs> um, let's see. Can I make a uh uh? What can I do to what can I do to examine the mascot? Um, to try and figure try and try and figure out if it's uh. Since, well, since it's not responding to us, um, well, you can use notice to see if any aspects on it, right, or an aspect on it. Yeah, in, invest. So investigation will let you place an aspect on it if it doesn't have one already. That will be immediately obvious to investigation. Ba- basically, at any time, if it makes sense, you may use a roll to attempt to um, place an aspect on something, and that adds a free invocation to it. Okay. Um... Investigation isn't even in any of the skills that I have listed. Oh boy. Um, sorry, I'm still. So it's probably a, it's probably a plus. Skills. It's probably a plus zero then. Oh, I have investigate. It is a, it is a skill because I have it. Aha. Huh. I have it as well at plus one. Maybe it's somewhere on my list and I'm just missing it over and over again. Yes, right. it is the skill list I gave to you. I will. I only no. have notice. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that line. So has literally no perceptive skills. <laughs> uh, if someone directs <laughs> Alexandra's attention away from the radio, she can examine this thing closer. Turn the eyes of our robot god onto this thing over here. Look, look with your special eyes. Uh, at, this, at, this, at this point, the at this point, the track playing on the radio changes to the ink spots. If I didn't care, you don't actually have to do that, Matt. <laughs> Uh, is it old enough to be, uh, you know? Do you want to I'm pr- I'm investigation? Sure uh, yeah, if you want to figure out aspects about this or try to place your own. Plus two investigation sure. to figure out aspects. Yeah, uh, I will also roll that. I'll do plus one in notice to try and figure out. Actually, I'm going to try and figure out aspects of the cell. Okay. Uh, plus three investigation to figure out aspects of the uh, thing, the guy standing. Guy and or robot. Alright, so run right down what you get, and ideally what you're looking for. <laughs> Tears the bears apart. Yes. I mean, there's probably bears beyond these bars. There's at least one of them. Don't feed the Yaoquai. Alright, let's see. So the plus two uh, doesn't come up with much. The plus two investigation that's looking at the um, the mascot. The plus three, however, is good enough to uh, get an aspect for you. Um, let's call get? the aspect restrictive suit. It doesn't seem able to move very well. Ah, interesting. Um, Meanwhile, Matt, you just noticed the same aspect that was already on the cell: dust and rust. Okay. Um, oh, that also dust. makes me think, if I look at the bars, can I examine those with craft? Sure. Uh, I just mostly want to try and, um, I guess I, I, I guess it's, uh, I'd have to wait for somebody to give me a plan, but I have, to give me some knowledge, but I have a plan. <laughs> Not a great plan. 
<laughs> also, since 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 I got that, can I then tell that this must be a person in it, or is that not immediately obvious? Still, I mean, it could also not, have very limited actuation, very yeah, few, very few points of articulation. It's not clear at this point. This mascot costume is bulky enough and thick enough that you can't really tell what's going on with it. Uh, no. Wow, that's gonna be really hard to move around in. Hard enough that he can't aim at both sides of the cell quickly enough? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you. Uh, Vespa says to the mascot, walks to the corner, w- w- walks to one of the corner. Here. And will then, uh, can I, can I, can I do a deceive roll to basically seem like she's gonna pickpocket, not pick, uh, a lockpick this? In the corner of the cell? Uh, yeah, probably somewhere, like, basically near, uh, near a door or, uh, yeah, uh, sure. the hinges of a door or something. Since it, since it wasn't exactly made clear before, I'll say this is one of those like big square jail cells where two of the walls are bars. Okay, yeah. And you and you go to the the wall yeah. he's not facing. And so sure, I'll, I'll, tag, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll tag the uh, it's it's aspect there. It's I get have a free right. One of those free. Uh yeah, because it was placed, it was successfully placed. It's it has one free invocation. Okay. Uh, I got a plus four to see. Yeah. Oh, uh, big difference from how we've been playing the other games. In Fate Core, you can spend the um, you can spend the Fate Chip for um, a plus two after the roll. Ah, nice. uh, good to know. Can you still also do a re-roll instead? Yes. Okay. Anyway, what would you get? Plus four. Plus four. All right, sure. It levels its assault rifle at you, giving uh, the other people time to act if they so choose. Okay. Um, I was gonna. Uh, my plan is I'm gonna use crafts. Uh, crafts to figure out the. Since uh, I guess is is dust and rust is that a free aspect on this or is that an aspect we have to spend fate I don't I don't I don't know how to use so, aspects against things. Okay, <laughs> I don't so, know how fate works. <laughs> so here's here's a quick rundown. Every roll you make is going to be one of four actions. You can either attack, defend, overcome an obstacle, or interact with an aspect. Okay. So basically, what you can use, you can, for example, use a crafts check to either try to establish a new aspect on this cage, or if you succeed at a roll with crafts, you can place a free invocation on the dust and rust. Okay, yeah, I'm going to try and place a free invocation on dust and rust by using crafts to figure out the weak points in the in the in the old bars. All right, roll me crafts. All right, dog, stop licking my hand. How uh? Look right. As that happens, how close is the mascot to the bars? Um, he's about seven feet away. Okay, so definitely not within reach of the bars. Right. Um, can I use oh, science guys... on um restrictive suit to figure out if this is a robot or a person inside? Hmm. Just science to interact with the suit. aspect, the the suit's aspect. So if you're trying to sort of learn things without placing aspects, then that's overcoming an obstacle. If you want to place a specific aspect, then that's interacting with an aspect. So are you just trying to learn more about this thing? Yeah. In that case, yeah, you can roll science to try and overcome the obstacle. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I thought I was doing. You guys do have only a moment, though, as a note. Yeah. Yeah. Vespa's distraction will only work for so long. She does not have anything to pick this lock, and it will also shoot her if you take too long. Here's Here's a question... Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's another question then. Uh, what what is the what is the role? What role would you use to throw something? Is that considered brawling or is that something else? Throwing something would be tend to be fights. Or actually, is there a is there a weapons thing? Uh, there's, there's fight. There's fight. There's fight. Fight, 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 fight
Throwing something would fall under the purview of fights. I don't particularly care which specialization you use for it. Okay. Um, I got plus. I also got plus two to uh, to place a free use of dust, dust and rust. All right, you just barely managed to uh, put a free invocation on. All right, I'm going to point this out. Uh, who? So since I've been working with our, since I've been working with uh, everybody else for a while, accepting Lanzo, who is our other like strongest person. Strongest <laughs> I know it's man. I know it's not me. Uh, Strong, strongest man bot. Uh, I, th- I think it's Lanzo. It's. I can't say Lanzo and Lanzo. Does Does anyone other than Lanzo Although, have? On is the question. Or physique. I have it at plus four. Uh, actually, I guess, <laughs> actually, I guess since actually, I guess since the robot's busy working, uh, you know, uh, pointing its gun at a uh, Vespara, I'll look to Lanzo and speak in the parlance of his people and <laughs> you speak in binary. Beep bop boop. No, um, Pro- probably more my... like a uh, Robco manufacturing language. Uh, or the. I figure that I figure that he's that yeah I mean I could uh, or old English depending yeah yeah either either one of them it's a uh, I'll just go I'll go to oh yeah uh, I I think it's fair that if you've worked with him before you have some way of communicating with him yeah no like that like English um, <laughs> language uh, barriers my, aren't fun uh, uh, I, I mean, what 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 title does does Lanzo give himself a title sir usually okay. Speaking uh, of, um, while, while you're dealing with that, I will say, uh, Jim, you do you look at the uh, mascot more closely, and his movements do seem some somewhat uh, somewhat mechanical in nature, but he's far lighter than other robots you'd encounter. Like it, it, he doesn't seem heavy in his motions. Uh, Chris goes to I, so I'm oh, sorry. You can you can I, keep going through your yeah. No, I, I'm just gonna lean over to uh, Alexandra. And uh, whisper in her ear. Um, he is a a son of 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 the demon robot. He is not of our kin. Oh, that's not good. Uh, okay then. Al- Alexandra picks up the radio and throws it at it. All right, roll me a fight check. Are you trying to establish an advantage so someone else can use it, or are you trying to actually damage it? Uh, I'll say establish an advantage because she wants it to not shoot uh the Spara. Okay. Um. Also, can I declare? It's not part of the plan at all. Or make my bring You're in supposed my supposed to open the damn cage. Bring my bring my part I of the plan to action. Or I don't know how I don't know how, it, how how do we keep things ordered? I'm putting game? your plan into action. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> going. To, yeah, I'm just going to. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm just going over to Lanzo and my first sir. <laughs> Lanzo, that my, my, yeah, no, my fair sir. There appears to be, there appears to be a, uh, there appears to be a fine defect in that side of, in that side of the cage. We may be able to make our aggress through that. Aye, so be it. And he'll rush and just yank the bar out of its holdings. All right. So make your fight check to establish the advantage first. Okay. And then there's also a second advantage that I, or I guess I placed an aspect. <laughs> I don't know how you use yes. the aspect. As, as, is an aspect I also an advantage? Get plus two. Okay. Um. Yeah. An aspect is just something you can tag for a uh, for plus two or a reroll. Internet, I'm sorry. I'll probably be less dumb in the second game. Woo! Ah, uh, no, I'm not gonna need either of those. Well, the okay. plus two will be nice. I got I got a plus one for a fight. All right, you throw the radio at it, but it doesn't seem particularly interested. <laughs> it's still leveling its gun at a uh, at. Oh wow! Rolled plus two and then got the free info. <laughs> 
Spin is totally a thing. Uh, so my plan, and I'm not sure how this works with spin, because they don't call it spin anymore, they call it with flair or something? Uh, succeeding with style. With style, yeah. So I got style on this. Um, I mean, couldn't you just uh, rev up your like crazy robot wheels and smash through it like the Kool-Aid man? Isn't he well, a no, leg robot? <laughs> No. I have regular person legs. Well, oh, I thought you. I thought you had. Stuff. Okay, I. I was I, it, no. Thinking of your engine heart self. Aren't you basically <laughs> a, a protectron? Uh, it's a it's a custom robot shell that's designed to look slightly more human shaped. Okay. But it's still kind of big and bulky. But sure. Yeah. Whatever uh, the Kool Aid, my Kool Aid man <laughs> suggestion is still valid. All right. Well, so... the thing is, I want to borrow out specifically so I could have it as a weapon. Uh, yeah, if you succeed with style, then I will let you take the bar you rip out and have it as a weapon. It'll allow you to use your uh, your melee skill. Yes! Alright, now everyone tell me your... I believe it's notice order in this. Give me your notice value. <laughs> right, because of the visor. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> uh, it's going to be one for all of us. If only it was investigation. Our team. Nate? My team lasts forever. What's hey, your notice, uh, Nate? My notice... Sorry, sorry. Doing a lot of things at once here. Uh, is bad. It's plus one. Wow. <laughs> we are All right. the best at noticing things. All right. The, the mascot actually goes first. Amazing. <laughs> and noticing that there is... It, it notices that there is, has been a change in the situation. <laughs> And it whips its assault rifle back towards Lanzo and fires a burst of five shots. You can defend with your athletic skill. Okay. If I had athletic my shield, I could, I could do it with fight. But I don't have my shield because you took my stuff. Yeah. Deal with it. What is my athletics at? Is it uh, athletics now? It is. I have yes. athletics. It's still athletics, yes. It's plus two. So let's see whatever. Oh, uh, that is a plus four. All right. He comes around with a with a series of shots that's luckily start just after the guns are pointed at uh, everyone else in the cell. And as he sweeps from left to right, he goes in a predictable pattern of uh, fire, and you manage to deck, duck under it. Ha, knave! And in fact, you have beaten his attacks so uh, so well that you put a boost on him, or rather, you get a boost against him. Excellent. So. That, that, that is to say, give him an aspect that will last for exactly one invocation. Off balance. Alright, he has off balance. He tried to whip around too quick. Yeah, he sort of hops up on one leg and goes off balance a little. It's, it's almost not a as though this thing. mascot robot was not designed to do this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm also right. imagining that it's sort of just rotating at the torso and holding the assault rifle just at its hip. Yeah, it's hard to say since humans can do that to a limited degree too. Yeah, but it's just like it's there's no the gun isn't bucking up and down. It's just straight. <laughs> it's just doing a Terminator style. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal! Wow, Home Alone two references. Anyway, Nicely done. So anyone who has a notice of plus one, go in whatever order you choose. <laughs> so everyone but Josh go. Yes, out. everyone but Lanzo go. Is everyone's <laughs> is everyone's thing this round going to be get out of the cell? Yes. Um, you can you can maneuver and then take an action. Do I have my laser gun with me? You do not. All of our all I, of our weapons have been taken from us. I maneuver and take cover. Uh, what? All right. I have? So so in that case, you can if you so choose use your action to make an athletics check. 
to declare an aspect called behind cover. Alrighty. That you can tag for your Shit. benefit in defense rolls. Athletics. <laughs> Rolling a plus zero. Keep in mind that you can use any skill that narratively makes sense, you can yes. do the same thing with. Right. Oh, okay. So, so, so you can use stealth to hide behind cover. Yes. Can so I like, for example... Deceive to hide behind cover. Yeah, sure, if you can come up with a suitable I'd, distraction. I'd shout, look over there. <laughs> God damn it. Conversely, right. the big robot may be a suitable distraction. Roll, roll deceive. Okay. Plus five. Wow. <laughs> All right. Plus four deceive. You establish behind cover, and it has a free invocation. <laughs> yeah, it it uh it spins it 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 spins around briefly, and then spins back. And when it looks back, you aren't in you're in cover. All right. May I? Uh, so so may I uh do a possibly stupid thing? Yes. Um, <laughs> can I can you. can uh, can I have Vespa duck through the uh duck duck through uh get out. Get up into its grill, um, grab it by the hand, and squeeze the trigger harmlessly, off in a different direction. All and right. Can I can and I roll? Can I like roll a shooting to just drain it of ammo? Um, sure. So ammo isn't very well defined in this game. So what, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say that is is you can make your maneuver to get up to him, then make a fight roll against some roll of his to place the aspects like run dry on him. Okay, can I do shooting? Shooting, since she's basically going to be shooting his gun. So it's only if you can give me a way that being particularly particularly deft at shooting helps you get hold of his trigger, grabbing him by the by by, by the hand, you know, in 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 a, in a way that is like holding a gun. Or if it's yeah, I, yeah. Mm. All right, give me a roll. Sure. So. I will say here that you can use your skills in unexpected ways to do this sort of thing. So one of the examples they give in the book for how to add uh, advantages with shooting is you can uh, you can use your knowledge of shooting to roll shoot and establish the advantage his gun is prone to jams. Oh, cool. I like that. All right, I'll keep that in mind for the future. Um, okay, yeah, I get plus four to drain him of right. ammo. All right, plus four. Okay, so he fires. He fires a bit wildly and then rests the gun away from you. He's mostly out of ammo for the moment. All right, Matt. Sometimes stunts use face point, fate points. Sometimes they don't. What determines when they do and when they don't? If it says in the description that it uses one. Yeah. Since, oh, okay. Since, so yeah, I, I. So unless you created one or there was a specific one you took from the book that said that. Okay. Yeah. Don't. All right. Cool. Usually, if they're usually they have to be pretty dang good <laughs> to. Yeah, it's usually stuff like, for example, Master of Disguise and Spear of the Century that just lets you like disappear and be someone else. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So who is going next? Uh, it's either me or Zach. Oh, I have. So is so is everyone who's acted already either hidden or outside of the cell? Um, I believe that Chris is still in the cell. Chris hasn't acted oh, yeah. yet, though. He hasn't acted yet. I have an idea, but it requires everyone all, everyone else, there being no visible person in the cell. You could delay <laughs> your initiative until after well, mine, then, since we're going at the same time. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, go ahead. I'm all just right. asking you to leave the cell as part of so your... We have, so, we have Lanzo, so, we have Lanzo sitting out there holding a, holding one of the bars from the cell... 
um, Vespara is has has grabbed its gun and drained its drained the magazine. Yes. Emptied the magazine. Um, let's see. I need to. I need to look at the. I don't think. I don't think any of my. I don't think any of my higher skills can do anything in the in the midst of combat. You might be surprised. What are you looking at? Um, you could use craft to be like, oh wait, I kind of recognize that that servo tends to jam in this kind of situation, or like. So that's not quite as applicable because you can't see any servos. Yeah, that's but, true. But for yeah, example, we're, still, we're still not sure if this is a guy or not. So, for, but for example, you could, for example, you could use crafts to like see that like a light fixture above his head is is uh poorly attached or, or stuff what if like I, that what if i say crafts because the one thing we do know is this is a costume it doesn't fit exactly right what can i use crafts to say that to say that the to say that the mask is loose and twist it so that the eyes are obscured um sure okay give me, give me a craft check all right uh i got plus three two yeah, to exploit its the weakness of its loose-fitting mask. All right, you establish the aspect loose-fitting mask. Now right. then, that makes it Zach. Yep. All right. Uh, I just realized the flaw in my plan is that it is that it would probably would that would it would be a deceive roll, not a re- not a rapport roll. Yeah, almost certainly. I was going to I was going to get out of the cell and then try and use my stunt to convince to convince it that obviously we're out of we're friendlies because we're not in the cell right now. <laughs> that would also be kind of negated by how we're fighting it. <laughs> well, if we all stop fighting it after my turn, <laughs> that would indeed be a deceive roll. Yep. Okay. So that might quite st- a hefty penalty. Um. Okay, screw it. She's everybody is fighting it. She's just gonna punch it. All right. She's gonna be like, "Oh, she notices it's out of ammo now," and she's like, "Okay, I don't need to cower behind something now." All right. So, are you using the free invocation on uh, Run Dry? Uh, no. I'll say that seems more appropriate to tag for a defense roll. Narratively, that's just why she's doing it. I'll I'll wait to unless he can defend with guns, in which case. Well, uh, I wouldn't. I mean, you <laughs> so could for, you could you could invoke run dry to try and disarm it, right? Like re- regardless, you can invoke it to like help your attack roll. Right. I'm just saying it might be more appropriate. Like I feel narratively it'd be more appropriate for somebody to tag that on a defense roll too. <laughs> Fair enough. Do us that. Well, shall be the whole of the law. Yep. Do what you want. Hail Satan. Let's just see what I <laughs> love. No, love is the law. Love under will. God, Josh, don't you know uh, anything about AOT three? Plus one to punch it. Plus one to punch it. Yep. All right. So you come at it with a you come at it with a a pretty decent punch, but with an unexpected amount of uh, dexterity, it grabs your arm and pulls you across to the other side of it. Eee! Effectively transferring the momentum of the punch away. <laughs> she probably comically stumbles away, not even being considered a combatant. Lanzo. Tis not a noble weapon, but is suitable for your ilk. Have at you! And I'm gonna smash it. All right, make me a, make me a fight melee check, and you feel free All to use right. any of the um, aspect indications. Loose fitting mask. Loose fitting mask. All right. It doesn't have a full good view of where this terrifying sword is coming from. Okay. Or sword. <laughs> do you want to use Do you want to use run dry as well? 
Um, or, or if you want to use a fate point, you can actually trigger the same aspect you got a free invocation on. I think I'll just stick with the one aspect. I've, I've got an okay pool on this, so that brings me to plus six. Plus six? Mm-hmm. All right. So he is going to take a severe consequence. It's called. Uh, dis- do I get style on that? Um, plus six? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you do. Okay, I'm going to decrease my result by one. Okay. And put the and use heavy hitter. Okay. Uh, which instead of giving me boost, lets me put a full situation aspect with a oh. free invocation instead. Very nice. So, so I'm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What is it? Uh, I will just let's say sundered. Something on him is sundered. Sure. Either, so so you, you, rip a, gets, yeah. you rip a big gash in the front of the suit, and uh, what's below is actually. Yeah, so you go in for two strikes. The first one rips a big gash out the front of the, the, the suit. And underneath is actually just some sort of yellow, thick canvas fabric. It seems odd. But with your second blow, you take, uh, you take your bar across the top of its head, and it takes the severe consequence discombobulated. You knock its mascot mask right off, and sitting on its shoulders is a human skull. At last you show your wretched face, fiend! And it's his turn. Yeah, it is his turn. <laughs> yeah, he is going to uh, take a quick maneuver action to uh, pop a new clip into his uh, assault rifle that he digs out of a back compartment of the suit. And he tries to shoot you, Lanso. Make me an athletics check. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Hmm, that's not great. So, I only got a plus one, but I'm going to ins- invoke Sundered. Okay. And Running Dry. Both of them? Uh, just... Mm, that might be too much. But oh, whatever. Yeah, I'll book both of them. Screw it. Which brings me to plus five. Because uh, I apparently hit his gun, and it threw off his aim after reload. Alright, so plus five is not enough to uh, get to succeed with style, but you do dodge the attack. So, he, he jams the clip into the gun, but it sort of rattles in his hand for a second as it doesn't quite work properly. And by the time he pulls off the salvo shots he wanted to do, you aren't in its way anymore. <laughs> There's a lot of inv- even your tools reject your mastery, <laughs> demon. All right, so anyone go but Lanzo. All right. Um. So there's just yeah. canvas. So there's just canvas cloth underneath the uh. Underneath- canvas cloth that doesn't look like it's in the right place. It doesn't. It doesn't look like it should be there for like your standard mascot suit. Right, and then there's also the part where it has just a skull for a head. Yes. Um, hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to go with, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, um, can I go with science this round? Um, as we now know, it is, as we now can estimate, it has the same, it has the same failings as a, as a standard human skeleton, and uh can i try and can i try and establish can i try and establish a uh um can i try and establish a an aspect of uh of uh i want to say pressure points but it's a skeleton so it doesn't have those but uh weak but weak joints or something weak in the knees yeah let's call it that okay yeah roll me science all right where's my there's the thing uh plus four to uh to yeah, to tell to tell uh, our more combat adept people that it's that its knees are more prone to breaking or something. 
Okay. Um, may I? Yep. May I? Aspects, uh, aspects Go ahead. What aspects are there are, are there currently on it? Um, right now it has all the aspects that have been given, but the only one with a free invocation is weak of the knees. Okay. Um. Hmm. May I? Uh... Hmm. May I uh, invoke that with a? Should I? What would it be like? Uh, melee, uh, fight melee or something, yeah, or unarmed or something to uh, to invoke that in a way to try and actually, um, I don't know, just knock it down. Why not? Uh, yeah, sure. If you want to use, you can uh, use a fight check to try and put a knock flat aspect on it. Sure. We're just gonna keep comboing aspects into it. No, that's right, a valid. So it's a valid strategy. That's unarmed, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Unless you can, unless you want to go try and find some sort of suitable melee weapon, which won't do more damage. That's fine. I got plus three. All right, plus three. Yeah, you uh, you you uh, sweep the leg and it goes down hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is on the ground. Who wants to go next? Uh, we've got any... Zach and Sam. Yep. You have anything in mind? I'm gonna Sam? I'm gonna keep hiding because I don't have I don't have any way really to effectively attack. Uh, without an energy weapon, so I'm just gonna stay the fuck Fate, down. You could add combat is Zombocom, Sam. Anything is possible. The only limit is yourself. <laughs> you could uh, you could try and uh, do something intelligenty to put an aspect on or notice something about on it, it or it the, scene. Uh, yeah. the scene. Yeah, yeah. You, you, do... you, you still honestly have that free invocation already on behind cover, so you'll need to hide more if you don't want to. Um, can I? Can I use rapport to uh, I don't know buff everybody? Can I can I boost everybody's uh, willingness to focus and destroy this creature? That one seems a little bit more like a stunt. Okay, like being able to create like an inspiring aura in combat. You could probably use it to just place an aspect though that somebody can That's get for free. That's what tag. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Uh. That would be an aspect of. The yeah. Scene. Sure. Yeah, you can yeah, we'll, we'll to, to place an aspect. Yeah, yeah, you can you can place an aspect on. Um, yeah, you, you, the you power can... of the true robot god is with you. Destroy yeah. the charlatan. <laughs> so <laughs> a, a, anyone who finds that particularly inspiring can use the in, can use the inspired ad, aspect that's now been placed on the scene. <laughs> no, you know who's going to use that aspect? Is it you? It it might be me. Good. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> All right, we'll see how well we'll see how well I roll. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I feel like I should probably save at least. All right, I'll save one of them for land. So, uh, but I will take I will uh, take the free tag on inspired. Okay. To as uh, she goes up, at, she, she will make another run at it. Oh right! It it actually still has a free invocation on uh, discombobulated. Oh, also I've also or no, also knocked prone, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it has two free invocations on it right now. One for discombobulated, one for knocked prone. All right. Uh, you know what? Why not? I'll take uh, I will take the uh, I'll also take the one for knocked prone since there's two free ones to make that a plus four. Okay. Plus plus four to. To, for uh, to damage it, with fists punch it. 
or some kick it, probably. <laughs> Stupid gun wielding jerk. Alright, roll it. I, I did, plus four. Oh, oh That's sorry. Got to- that was my total, sorry. I, I thought, yeah, invoking two aspects gives a plus four, so I could thought. Okay, yes, yes, plus four. Therefore, I also got a plus four. Alright. Neutral. Right. Oh, dear. Alright. You run up to it, kick its uh, weapon to one side, and just stand on its chest and start punching it in the in the uh, torso. And in your fervor, you actually manage to break it. <laughs> there, there's, there's a hint of a buzzing sound as just all of its limbs go limp. And coming faintly from the radio, you hear, And now, also from the ink spots, we three, my echo, my shadow, and me. Uh, oh, oh, um, I broke it. That's what I was supposed to do, right? Indeed. Well done. Indeed. Vespa will take its gun. Chris is going to start examining it. Is it robot or skeleton? That's what... Uh, do you, ex- do you like, examine it? Uh, yeah, I, like, examine it. I, I science it. Right, best, science. Not to get, best not to get too close, my charge. And... Uh, okay. So she was gonna go look look at it and try and figure out how its robot-y bits work, but she backs up then. Plus six science. Alright, so you get up close to it, and you start examining some of the systems inside. And what you find is that it's actually... There is a full human skeleton inside that's being moved by, um... By basically fail-safe, um... Fail safe, fail safe mechanical prosthetics. So how long is the uh, also like what's the state of is this very is this actually a real human skeleton? This is a real human skeleton from hundreds of years previous. Okay, so there's still like a little bit of matter on it that was probably that's probably organic in nature. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. At some point, okay. On the inside of on the inside of the collar of the suit, you read that it is a modified Y18 trauma harness. Which, with your very nice role, I will say that you know was an experimental technology that basically was a suit you wore, and if you died somehow, it would pick you up and walk you back to some place. Oh, one of these. Okay. So it's bas- it's been modified, obviously, then. Yes. And also, with your good results, you find that the innards of it are basically a radiation suit. Oh, that's, that's why what, it's... That's, that's what the stuff yeah. is. Gotcha. Hmm. Looks like he was outfitted with a trauma harness. Uh, it was. Uh, do, do I can I tell from the skeleton if it was the, what what the gender is? Um, unless unless you want to pull out the whole skeleton, you'd have difficulty. All oh, right, yeah, hips and stuff. When you um, say these things, Lancer puts a hand to his chin and nods like he has any idea what the fuck you're saying. It's a. Puts it's his hand a, to his face. Yeah, it's a, Yeah, no, there's. Uh, he's got a. He's got a trauma harness. It's supposed to take you back to where you came from if you're. Uh, terribly injured using what is it? Is it just have? Is it like have actuators? Is it like an exoskeleton basically? Yeah, it's it's basically a robot exoskeleton that it's you a, yeah. fit inside. Yeah, it's a it's a robot exoskeleton that's supposed to take the injured person back to the point of origin. Looks like someone modified it so that it would uh, attack us instead or keep us guarded. Honestly, if oh, we can, see, I told you a blasphemous. Uh, composite of man and machine. Honestly, if we could take it back and reprogram it, it'd be incredibly useful. Uh, I was worried that the skeleton was moving with, like, robot parts. I mean, it was. I mean, that it was... That, yes. That's what actually happened, right? Right. 
Um, is it po- uh, so is is the reason so the reason it's not attacking us anymore is because it's too broken to function at this point. Yes, you've you've essentially disconnected it from its power source. Hmm. I wonder if I could reprogram it and have it follow us. Um. So is anyone doing like a search of its possessions or anything? Lance is looking around sure. for his shield and his sword. Uh, he needs to find Calibolt. Uh, Vespa is not. She's just. Uh, she's just. She basically has just uh, gone, uh, kind of gone, gone prone to one knee uh, nearby, uh, checking the weapon, checking its clip, go running through all the motions. It's nothing special, really. It's just an assault rifle. Yeah, this is what she's doing. Yep. And you don't uh, even have to no roll Zach. It, its compartments aren't really secret. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, we could just we can also just take the mascot costume off of it at this point. Also, I'm assuming that Aspara can just like take the gun. Yeah, she already did. Okay, she already did that. Yeah, however, and any spare magazines that are in the yeah, that's kind of what she was looking for. Like, if there's anything useful in the. So you um, so upon closer inspection, you find, well, actually, first you put your hand in what feels like um centuries old molasses. You assume that uh, you, you assume that this. Whoever is in this costume used to have candy on him. Mm. And uh, beyond that, you find two clips for the assault rifle and a small key ring with two keys on it. Oh, she'll hand the uh, she'll toss the clips to Vespara and then take the keys. She 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 catches them, nods her head. She's going to assume one of them is into the cell that is to the cell that they were in. If you'd like to check that, you can. She will th- confirm this. Indeed it is. One of them. Okay, that means there's another key. What's this key to? Probably to the probably to the door to the prison. So, here's where I'm going to explain what happened to you guys. Now that you've got a little break in the action. All of you, for one reason or another, uh, you were probably traveling roughly together at the time, got a distress signal from a vault. A vault deep in the, uh, in the Florida Commonwealth. And they basically promised to um, share supplies in exchange for aid. It seemed to be some sort of automated message. But when you actually, when you got together and actually went there, for whatever reason, be it personal gain or a sense of heroism, you ran in, you got ambushed in a in what would basically seem to be a clean room between the outside and the vaults. Both doors were locked on you, and uh, mascots pulled guns on you from the outside. So you were you were uh, taken to Kismet Park, an ancient land of fun and frolics. Specifically, you're taken you were taken to the dungeon below Kismet Castle. We must find the foul necromancer in charge of this fortress and slay him. Hmm. Gonna have to agree on that one. Yeah, we should probably get an we should probably get an assessment of how many how many people are between us and. Or how many of these things are armed and between us and where we're trying and where stuff is. If the um, so um, if someone modified the suits, there might be some kind of controller to change how the suits behave. Uh, if we can find that, I might be able to make sure that they uh, that th- maybe that they don't shoot us. All right. So it's a matter. So it's a matter of recon or finding a map. Gonna be in a central location. This place to guard. We should also find our equipment. 
Yeah. It could prove valuable. What are the uh, what, is, what do you battle. what do you think the odds that it, what do you think the odds are it's in the lost and found? I like my tools back. Pretty high. I am useless without the uh, God. What did I fucking call it? The searing eye of our true robot god, which is probably must... just your standard Watts 1000 laser pistol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aha, but Mr. Cover our equipment. But Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, do you not? Uh, perhaps you, perhaps you could be the one. Perhaps you could be the one that leads our uh, that that it, uh, leads our reconnaissance. If you do not mind posing, as you do not mind posing as the robot demon. I I mind, of course. It is blasphemy. Um. But sure, but but surely, but surely you're uh. <sighs> hmm. Does the good robot god believe in in tricking the bad robot god? Yes, okay? of course. Then shouldn't it be okay? You speak sagely, <laughs> wisely. <laughs> I do it. I do the thing. Put the, you put the costume so, on. So you wrench yes. the skeleton out of its uh, metal tomb and and nestle in where it was. Yes. Okay. You find you find that it does not actually because it now senses that there's a live person in the suits. It no longer restricts your movements. Okay. So the trauma harness was part of the suit itself and not just on the guy. Yeah. Okay. Someone made these with mascots. I mean, I guess it. I mean, it makes sense. There's. Uh, at least from what I've heard, like kids used to be assholes to the mascot guys. Maybe it just intensified to I don't know violence, but not like mischievous violence. There's an old there's an there's an old there there's there's an old legend of a of a, of a park of a park mascot became uh, became enraged after 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 a small child fired a smoke bomb into its opening. <laughs> said that he called said that he called down the called down the dread centuries and brought brought the child into detention the whereabouts of the, the whereabouts of the child were never known again mm. pretty racial. indeed right then so what's the plan uh the plan is to have jo- is to have jones uh scout out the place as the dressed in the mascot costume all right if you like, you can make me a stealth or a deceive check to uh, oh deceive to, you say to pretend to be uh, this robot since I, you got a very good look at it. I will pretend my hardest. I will pretend like I've never pretended before. I guess also, um, I guess also, Chris could go behind since I have just trying to sneak around between points. Plus All right, plus five. Once you put on the mascot hat. The way you move is basically indistinguishable, even to your allies, from uh, how the robot was moving. There's, there's just that few points of articulation. <laughs> and uh, you lumber out the door, I assume. The one door into this room. I do. Okay. Outside is a small sub-chamber. Well, sub-room. It's not exactly a chamber. Again, dilapidated, this time with a series of lockers against one wall. And a terminal on a desk, a disused desk that that is covered in old papers and pencils, paperweights. I also assume that we have some kind of we have some kind of I don't know sign that a room is all clear. It's probably a good assumption. So since there's um, so this room yeah. is empty of enemy forces. All right. Yeah. Uh, Chris at least moves into the next room, starts 
checking it out. Yeah, if stuff's all clear, then Lancel will try to keep close. Okay. Still got the bar? Yes. Alright. I have a Browning Automatic Rifle. Never mind. God damn it. That's all fine. Uh, so there's a disused, there's a disused terminal. What was on the other, what was on the other wall? Lockers. Uh, I'll try and, I'll try and examine the lockers. Or see what's it, see their contents. Alright, one of them, a particularly large one that looks like an old gun cabinet, has been locked. The other ones open easily enough and contain mostly security uniforms. This this seems this area seems to have been a uh, repurposed like dungeon exhibit that turned into an actual holding cell for rowdy patrons. Hmm. We might be able to sneak around with these security uniforms, but I'm not sure how I'm not sure how the uh, how the mascots have been reprogrammed exactly. I could be the guinea pig on that one. Uh, the Lance- true robot god would honor your your sacrifice should you be required to make it. Yeah. Uh, also, it's just kind of, whatever, that's a part of the wasteland. Um, uh, also, Lanso, do you think you can, do you think you could, uh, wrench this other locker open? Or, of I mean, course. My fine, my fine sir, my fine sir, I, I believe this, I believe this may, this may contain our artifacts, if you may be so kind. Yeah, that's what's gonna get in there, pop that thing open, he'll use the bar if he has to. Cause why not? Fire its full toy okay. round magazine. Yeah, make me yeah. a physique check. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna control C, control V this because it's hilarious. Nice. Plus, plus eight. Alright. Succeeded so in you, style. You, you have a shield nice. now. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, you jam the bar into the lock and with one twist, completely silently, you, uh, you wrench the lock off the door. Or you could succeed with style and rip the door off of the locker. <laughs> you can do both. Either way is going to be completely silent. Yeah, I'll take the door, because if my shield's not in there, then yeah, I have a shield. Yeah. <laughs> so, long story short, inside is the remainder of your guys' uh, stuff. So tell me what you pull out of this locker. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris grabs his, uh, grabs his uh, carbine, uh, his medic bag, um, which contains, in addition to other things, like, you know, his basic survival stuff, his knife and his canteen and all that kind of, all that jazz. Okay. Um, also, his Jim, aviators. Yeah, Jim reaches in and pulls out his uh, his laser pistol, um, and uh, the burning the, eyes uh, of his smiling god, the searing laser bolt of our true robot god. Yes, <laughs> um, and uh, his um, I'll just say is the the priest's collar and puts it on. They just took that because they're mm-hmm. dicks. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of. Uh... It's, I mean, it's fair. He keeps a razor blade hidden in there. True enough. Vespa gets her belt with holsters and the and and the uh, the two revolvers that she has, um, and also uh, her her hat. They took her hat. It doesn't have a razor blade or anything. They just they just took her hat because they're jerks. Well, she was being disrespect. She's being disrespectful wearing her hat inside. It's 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 it it it, it is a black Stetson. Ah. Fair enough. She 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 looks like the Wild West. That's what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but also with the serape and the, or I guess when you said serape, I was thinking the uh, whatever the other name for a facial covering is. No, I was talking about the um, uh, balaclava. That's the word. Yeah, no, no, she doesn't have balaclava. She has she has, she has a serape. The uh, the 
the uh, mostly Mexican worn market. in yeah, basically mostly worn in like southern Texas and the border of Mexico. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what other people would refer to as a poncho. Yeah, they're actually slightly different. Poncho uh, sarpes are usually a lot more colorful and a lot more. Um, yeah, they're usually for like they're they're different. I mean, I figured so they have different poncho, words for a reason. <laughs> All right. So what do you do? Uh, fly. Well, I get out my faithful sword, Khaled Bolt, right. and my shield emblazoned with uh, Lancelot's coat of arms. I like, I like how that was less okay and more all right. <laughs> and it was. For some reason, I wanted. To, is your coat of arms just medieval times dinner and tournaments? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain there's not many um, that not that many wise in the word medieval. It's it's something like that. And then with like above along the top on one of those ribbon banner thingies, right? One of those banners that are along the top, and then along the bottom it's something in Latin that probably <laughs> it, 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 it means translates like, Eat well and enjoy. It translates to two for one pizza on Thursdays. And then the top part <laughs> is if found, please return to <laughs> the prophecy. Um, Nobody knows what it says. <laughs> Legend speak that if we return this shield to its source, there shall be a bounty of food for days. <laughs> no one thought this dead language could die any harder. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, I'd, I'll figure out what his coat of arms is exactly later. Sure thing. Alright, so what's the plan? Uh, there's a, oh. uh, there's a, there's a disused terminal. Is it functional? Yes, it is. Uh, I will point, uh, I will point, um, uh, Zach's character, whose name I forgot suddenly. Alex. Alex, yeah. I need to write everyone's names down. I should probably do that myself. Uh, so yeah. Uh, you're better at this than I am. Oh, uh, what do you need me to do? There's a terminal here. Uh, probably, it, it probably controls some part of the park. Or can give us some more information on what's going on. Uh, alright, I'll give it a shot. Also, it depends on what the role is, because if it's science to use terminals, you're better. If it's crafts, I'm better. Um, you could basically use, you could basically make a case for either. Repair would be getting into the guts of it to sort of find some sort of factory reset. Science would be using, um, would, would be trying to, uh, program it. Okay, then I'm actually, I guess I'm actually better than for the, for the vein of trying to break in software. And one of you can help the other, of course, and grant a plus one on the, uh, attempt. Sure, if you want to, Alex will help you and give you a plus one. Sure. Should, she's, she's familiar with... The, the mechanical portions of... I mean, she's got a plus two in science, so she's basically familiar with how computers work. Okay. She's or decently familiar. Um, she's I more familiar. I would if I wasn't still in the suit and like, incapable of moving much. <laughs> Just sort of hops gently on from one foot to the other. Yeah, Hit can that I advise, button. Can I advise on science? Yeah, sure. Another plus one. Okay, that makes... Uh, by rolling a zero overall, I rolled a plus six. Plus six, very nice. You succeed with style. Excellent. So, so what that means here is that you actually managed to uncover a piece of information that was uh, previously deleted by accessing an old uh, file archive. So there are three journal entries in it, in roughly chronological order. What do you want to read? Um, so they, three, you said there's three journals. Yep, three journal entries from from just before the uh, war started. Um. Or rather, before the explosions happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Um, 
I will I will examine however many of them. Like I'm not gonna sit in here for like an hour like reading journals while everyone like sits around. No, the journal entries are like a paragraph at most. Okay, yeah. Um, just I'll just run through them chronologically. Yep. The first the first one is basically a security guard has written something, basically saying that it's kind of creepy that they set up the uh, they 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 set up the holding cell in an actual like medieval style dungeon exhibits and how he always feels a little draconian putting people in the jail cell like he's never going to see them again once they once he shuts the door behind him okay the second one is actually the one you recovered the one that was deleted by presumably management or something like that it seems to have come from outside the terminal the order to delete okay it says uh it says something along the lines of, "I don't like the I don't like these new tapes, uh, Mr. Kismet's put into the mainframe. It's making the uh, trauma harnesses act weird. I know we shouldn't have to use them at all, but they seem to be working beyond their normal operating parameters, and I don't like it." All right. And the third one is one that cuts off mid sentence. It says, "I don't like the way Frankie Fox is looking at me." I mentioned something about the, I, I mentioned something disparaging about the boss, and I. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just reading these logs out loud, basically. And you what? Uh, I think he was killed while he was writing it, or imprisoned. Why would you write? Ah, <laughs> sorry. Well, his face fell on the keyboard after he died, probably. But by, by the way, um, if I didn't mention it before. Um, you were not the first people to be in those uh, jail cells. There were other sets of bones inside. Oh, sure. Oh, wonderful. How many how many cells were there in there? Um, there was just the one big holding cell. Presumably elsewhere in this area, there's like smaller cells for individual detainment. Gotcha. Oh, question. How how big was the radio? Uh, the radio was about uh, two foot by one foot. Okay, probably a little big for her to just carry with her then. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, also as also as a vault dweller, wouldn't you have a pit boy or something? That's a good question. What IGM? Um, I'll say you. Um, you were in a private vault, right? That I think was the idea. Okay, in that case, um, you don't have the standard issue like pit boy three thousand, but you do have a pit boy one thousand, which was a cheaper consumer model. Yeah, it's like the PDA version. Yeah, you can use it to like hold notes, and you can listen to the radio on it. But there isn't uh, there isn't like a VATS function on it. I that, think it that, also that makes sense. She's not exactly a great combat. Doesn't re- like keep track of her vitals or anything. It probably, which probably also led, has a... which makes sense because that probably also led to her thinking she's a robot. <laughs> it's probably it uh, probably also has like a, probably also has some kind of like um, auto mapping software. Um, yeah, it can keep a rudimentary map, and it, it has a pulse gauge in it. Yeah. But other than that, it's not too advanced a piece of technology. Yeah. My circuits are pulsing normally. Beep. Beep. Alright, so... Beep. Alright, so it looks like it... So it looks like the, the controls for these... The, the, contr- the controls for these uh, harnesses are being issued from a mainframe in the center of the... Uh, well, being issued from a mainframe... Uh, there's not really a lot said about where that is. That's weird. If they were, like, these notes were from a long time ago, right? And the things were happening even then? Looks like it. Huh. Would whatever made them even still be around? I have heard tell of terrible wizards who've managed to defeat even death itself. 
Such is the realm of necromancy. <laughs> she she will look at she will look at Jim Jones. It couldn't. Do you think it's an agent of the the evil robot? Almost assuredly. When if you must ask the question, then the answer is yes. Oh, true. That is how far his influence spreads. Well then, Miss. If you don't mind. Go ahead. Old world machine goes awry. Things go out of control. Well, it seems not very rec- not 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 a recent development. Likely capturing anyone that comes into the park. Yeah, well, it's it seem it seems here that one of the hundred years programming. It seems like the it seems like the the that the uh, the owner of the park may have had the intention of making it his own fortress ahead of time. Mm. Uh, Mr. Jones, it may be if you if you can help if if uh, you can probably help us uh, be be most helpful in helping in letting us uh, find the uh, the vessel of the machine spirit that corrupts these the, that corrupts these otherwise peaceful inhabitants of the park. Point me in the direction that I am needed, and I will do his will. I am afraid in this case, in this course you may need to blaze your own trail. But I believe by wearing their skin, you may they may not recognize you from the other ones. Then I go. But I would be I would be afraid that maybe the trauma harness may take control of you as well. Mm. Here's the problem. My will is strong. What is the what's it the shall problem? Overcome all. Owner's long since dead. Hundreds of years. Likely so. Just programming remains. Programming might overtake things like the suit. Yeah, probably have to keep. So, a couple of us. Uh, how about a couple of us go go also in security uniforms? If the guy, if the guy was creating his own little uh, military fortress or whatever, he probably didn't tell them to attack any of the security guards, so long as they don't speak ill of the boss. Don't speak. Nothing's live. Yeah. Speak in motions. Right. Right. And uh, Chris is gonna start getting into one of the. He's gonna start slipping into one of the security uniforms, slipping off his standard uh, adventuring, uh, his his well, basically his khakis and his light shirt and jacket. <laughs> you gotta wear some of the breathes out in the waists. You know, I guess. Uh, yeah, Vespa will too. She'll slip out of her clothing. Probably just has like. <laughs> Oh bandage wrapping uh, over anything that would be immodest um, and suits up into one of the security uniforms. She's, she's pretty good with deception, so. Okay. But she keeps the hat. She keeps her hat. It looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Is anyone not going into a security uniform? Um, is, that, is there one well, that fits? Last <laughs> so b- believes that deception is is for those uh, who have some moral failing, and of course it, it does. It, it's it's below uh, his appointed station as a knight of the realm. Fair enough. Also, he probably wouldn't fit into a security uniform. <laughs> <laughs> that too. All right. Well, you can at least run. Dis- you can at least run distraction for us. Uh, try not to wreck up any of the other guys too bad. If we can reprogram them, they'll be super useful to us. Harnessing the black arts. <sighs> that leads only to damnation. Hey, I'm not the one making the skeletons. Alright, right. so let's uh let's move out, I guess. Yep, so there's everyone heading out. 
I believe that's if there's no objections. Yep. Okay, well, that's a little big on me, but... Just roll up those cuffs. Shouldn't be fine. And adjust the hat. Yeah, there was a pretty short person on the security staff, so you find <laughs> someone that's okay. But also a word of warning, you can't break those cuffs. <laughs> well, there's a tiny there was like, a, there was a tiny skeleton in the in the, in the cell that had cuffs. <laughs> Bring the tiny handcuffs. <laughs> Where are the baby cuffs? No, not that, not that kind. Uh, anyway, we go out into the terrifying overworld of the park. Hooray! <laughs> All right, so you leave the door. Yes. All right, the door opens up into a large atrium chamber. Basically, um, it it's sort of a hybrid between like a medieval area and just like a, a normal lobby area. So while it while it does have like railings, hand guards, and everything like that, it's got like the bronze and brass tilt uh, tinting on everything. It's a large central room with uh, two tiers of floors set into the walls above it that can look down into the center. And there's stairs up to each floor. So when you say atrium, I always I also imagine that it's uh, there's a lot of vegetation that uh, filled it that is now kind of overgrowing everything. Less overgrowing and more decaying. <laughs> more just more just dead. <laughs> yeah, just just gone. You find like ancient dust and twigs that are that have just sort of fallen over from the uh, the shrubbery pots and such. Gotcha. And uh, light dapples in from a large skylight that's since been covered over with ash and dust. Alright. I'll pull a flashlight out of my medi bag. Uh, so you said there's two there's two floors uh, connected by uh, connected by a stairwell. Yep. Uh, how many three, how many yeah, three three floors in total counting the one you're on? Okay. How many how many doors appear to be on the current floor? Um there appears to be one out, but it's heavily barred at the moment. From the inside, of course. Right, right, right. Mm. He thinks we should probably try and we should probably try the basement first, or the ground floor. We no might be able to. Not to try the basement. Hmm? No reason not to try the basement. Yeah. It reduces any need to backtrack. Also, if there was a place I was going to put my computer support, it would be there, provided not it's like... in this building. You mean now, like the tallest tower and the hardest to reach place? Also gonna be a, also gonna be a pop, pop possibility. Well, like any something with one on the basement either way. I have a feeling any tall towers with hard to reach places would have been knocked over by this point. Although this, although the skylight here is surprisingly well is surprisingly well maintained. I guess there weren't any major. Well, no, there would have been a major military installation if yeah. it's in, in in central Florida. <laughs> There it's really tough glass. Be, there, there does appear to be a couple of panels that have been sent for place with uh, wooden boards. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Let's check it. Let's. Maybe, we might be able to. Maybe we should split up. One. Uh, one group cover. One group covers the the upper floor. One group covers the basement. Okay. So, what do the teams look like? Hmm. Uh. Let's say. Uh. Let's say it's. Um. Lanzo and I can go check out the basement. Uh. You three check upstairs. Okay. She nods. She was going to basically be wherever Alex was going to be anyway. Yeah, I figured there's no. I figured there's no. At the very least, there's no breaking up Jim and Alex. So, and that way, yeah. that way, that way, both groups have. That way, both groups are uh, pretty well defended. 
<laughs> also, both groups have a tech-savvy person. Yes. And both groups have a robot. Oh, wait. Hooray. <laughs> Just like the great robot that God declared kind it to of. be. Kind of. <laughs> Robots for everyone. God damn it. Now I'm just imagining Jim Jones finding an old VHS of Cubics. God damn. Nobody remembers that show, but anyway, we go I, to the I, basement. I remember Cubics. I could have I could have gone I could have gone another decade forgetting that show existed, just for the record. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Uh so Lanso and Chris are going to the basement. Alright. I'll start with them. So you find set into one of the staircases up is a small utility door that probably goes down to the bottom. Alright. Is it locked? Um it is, yes. Uh I put my I put my ear to the door to see, try and listen for any shuffling. Or uh, the sound sure. or give, the sound of footsteps. Give me a notice check. Okie doke. Come on, no whammies, no whammies. I got a one. A one. You hear nothing. Alright. Sounds like it's clear. Lancey, can you get this? It's a security door? Um, it's a utility door. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Lancel will try to pop that sucker open. Alright, give me a physique check, or whatever you want to, whatever you think is valid to open it. Physique makes the most sense. Plus three. Plus three. Alright, so, there is the, um, there is a loud, audible clang as you pull the door off it. You basically (laughs) pull the door out, and you hear servos turning. Ah, shit. From around the room you're in. Wait, from the room we're in? Alright, uh, dart into the, dart into the next room and hide around a corner. <laughs> uh, I'll walk into the next room and... Alright, the room, look there's actually, there's actually a set of downward stairs inside the utility, clo- utility closet. Um, Chris will take a, Chris will take a mirror out of his, uh, take a mirror on a stick out of his bag and kind of look at the, kind of look, uh, beyond the door, see what's, see if, what's coming. <laughs> Fair enough. I figure you're not surviving without a mirror on a stick. Yeah, no, it's working fine. Alright, uh, is that another notice? Or do I just see things? No, it's fine, you have a mirror, you see things. Okay, how many How many are? Af- how many appear to be coming after us? Or can I Or can I see that far in the darkness? Um. Can I see the cold, okay, so, the cold glare of their eyes? So, so just to be clear, you're, uh, you're using the mirror to look back outside the stair room? Yeah, yeah. Since, since, as I know before, servos indicate robots, and ro- and the robots have been armed previously. Yeah. Um. So you, you can't get a good number on them, but mm-hmm. as you move the mirror around, you see every once in a while just a cartoon mascot, um, holding on to the bars of one of the overlooking balcony floors and looking around. All right. Looks like they don't see us. We can probably keep moving. Although, stay on guard. I'm always ready. That's what I like to hear. And, uh, start making our way down the stairs. Okay. You start making your way down the, uh... The oh, actually, wooden... I thought, um, can I, cr- can I use craft? What is in this room aside from the staircase? Uh, nothing. It's just a set of stairs at the moment. Okay. It's just the, um, the, door, op- the door opened into a staircase. Alright, uh, I'm going to take a, uh... And also, free, feel free feel free to veto uh, when I just keep saying I take stuff out of my bag. Um, it's okay. I'm going to Go take I'm going to take a string and a bunch of and a bunch of cans out of my bag. I uh, kind of stack them on top of each other and tie the tie the string around the door so that if anything enters, it'll knock the cans over and we know that something's coming. Okay, that is valid. All right, you do that, and then we make our way down the stairs. Okay, so you start going down. Your the uh, wooden stairs creaking beneath you. 
by the way, dust and rust is still uh, still an aspect on the area. All right. I'll tread as lightly as I can and hope that Lanto doesn't just destroy the entire staircase by stepping on it. <laughs> what did you say? He just starts falling end over end down the stairs. <laughs> Slinky core with the robot. I'll hold I'll hold tightly to the railing, hoping that it's hoping that its rusted bolts will hold secure if the staircase fails. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Yeah. But now you you manage to carefully scale your way down the uh, down the staircase. All right. And at the bottom you get to an area that's not medieval themed at all. It's clearly designed only for like park staff. Right. Right. Did, did the did the utility door that we ripped off the wall say employees only? Uh, it 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 had a sign hanging on the inside. They they, they want the experience. They presumably wanted the experience to be as immersive as possible, so they just locked it. Gotcha. Uh, so what's so, in, yeah? So what's in this area? So, so you get down and there's a long fluorescently lit um, hallway with a different janitor and utility closets dotting the left and right, holding things like um, spare conductors and fission batteries, uh, a leaf blower or two, a vacuum cleaner. Chris, 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 Chris stifles the stifles the urge to uh to scream giddily at the at how much fucking loot is here. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a chance of getting out of here with a spare encumbrance points. <laughs> no, I am going to hold down auto run and spend thirty minutes walking to the next town. Fuck fast Megatron, travel. Here I come. Clank, clank, clank. Um. Uh yeah, I'll we'll go through and uh he'll go through and examine the closets, uh seeing if the seeing so it's it's mo- so this is just an area that just holds that just holds like spare parts and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh not even like uh so okay. Um hmm. He'll start uh he'll he'll consider he'll start kind of working through uh so so there's spare parts and stuff. Is it possible that from the spare parts I can construct I can construct a uh a wagon or a sledge to move all this stuff on? <laughs> um, you could you could sort of like set down a tray on top of one of the vacuum cleaners, and that has wheels. Yeah, I mean, even if it doesn't have wheels, just like a flat thing with rails that I can strap stuff down to. Ah, uh, make me a crafts check for the hell of it. All right, I got a four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's just fine. Yeah, right. you make you make you make a convenience uh, a prob- carrying tray. I'll probably also kind of measure the width of the stairs and figure out like figure out the maximum breadth I can I can try and build it out in order to properly distribute the weight load so that we can try and move some of this stuff out of here without, you know, killing ourselves on an old staircase. Okay. Yeah, All right. And after a while you run to you get to the end of the hallway right. and there's a ter- there's a terminal in front of a large security door. All right. I'll check the I'll investigate that terminal. Yeah, it is currently password protected. Uh, all right. So you can science to circumvent that if you like. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll figure these, uh, these old, uh, yeah, these old, uh, I can't even remember the name of the terminals in Fallout. They're just called like Robco, um, yeah. Robco terminals. Yeah, I'll go and uh, <laughs> I'll, ha- I'll, I'll hack it. I was gonna come yeah. up with some other stuff, and I'll, the only thing I could think of is something about Stack Overflow and Buffer Override. Hack the planet! Hack the planet! 
You see, you see, I know. You see, all right, so you see, I know how to how to. If I input, if I input this thing, it's supposed to come back saying password denied. But if I, I know if I input a password like this, it'll just tell me the password. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a fundamental weakness of the Robco terminal. <laughs> no, you see, I just put in guest as the username. <laughs> <laughs> no, password is the username. Guest is the password. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's crafty, this thing. It's it's a it's a perfect circumvention. It's, it's a it's a maintenance feature, but people rarely people rarely change the code. Yeah. Uh, I got anyway. a I got a plus four to hack the terminal. Plus four. Yeah, you get in. That is that's not quite enough to uh, automatically get into the deepest levels of security inside it. All right. Yeah. But... I mean, I only need enough to undo the door, assuming the door was locked with it. So you get three options. One is what appears to be a hacked-in journal entry. One is uh, open mainframe door. Caution requires uh, climate control. And the third one simply says deactivate turrets. <laughs> All right, I'm okay. I'll read the hacked journal entry to see what I can see about see what it's about. All right, the journal entry appears to be appears to have been made by one of the more tech savvy security IT people. It's it's signed as such with like a, a with like a title at the bottom. All right. And it says I couldn't get the password out of Kismet's. He shrugged me off, saying that um, it was one thing the it, it was one thing the commie bastards would never know about. Freedom. <laughs> uh, when it's uh, so uh, so there's no there's no uh, status option to see what the, to see what the current temperature of the of the mainframe room is. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that one. It, it appears to be kept at roughly around freezing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to also uh, turn on. I'm also going to uh, deactivate turrets. Um, it it opens up a password bar. Hmm. Uh, can I try and circumvent this password the same way I circumvented the term the the terminal uh, login? That is what you failed to uh, get far enough. Gotcha. For. Okay. All right. Looks like we're gonna have some trouble getting in here. Presumably, this is the password that the uh, IT guy was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Looks like there's some auto turrets in there that are gonna take us down as soon as we open the door. At least best I can figure. Hmm. Although this is the mainframe. Uh, I can open the, I can, I can pop the lock on the door, but, um, looks like it's, looks like it's kept pretty, looks like it's kept pretty cold to keep the, to keep the service from overheating, or to keep the, uh, to keep the mainframe core from overheating. We probably wouldn't want to leave the door open too long, and I don't know if the door automatically locks when we get inside. Probably we should come back here with, uh, we should either do some more investigation around the park or come back here with, a come back here with more people. Unless you feel like walking in there and, uh, and taking, taking, uh, whatever kind of auto fire this thing has i could probably do that i mean i don't know i don't know what kind of i don't know what kind of uh weaponry you'd install in you'd install in the mainframe of a of a amusement park but then again this guy was outfitting his was outfitting his uh. all right fine i'll try i'll try freedom for the for the turrets um it beeps twice, and then it it uh it gives two approving beeps, and then it uh be a a block sound like a bad sound plays like. <laughs> so it gives two. Uh, knowing what I know about Robco terminals, what is what does that message mean that it didn't work? Okay. Um, it means that 
you it, you you got in just far enough on the hack attempt mm-hmm. that you got into some of the debug functions, and um, you you ba- you basically know that your password started out correct. The first two letters were right. Oh, okay, so it's it's telling. All right, so it looks like it starts as. All right, so it starts out with an fr. Hmm. What is a kami? I'm honestly from not Amer- sure. It's one from of America. <laughs> I'm honestly not sure, but apparently they're part of the reason that the world was destroyed. Friendship. So, so just just speaking as, as a in terms of uh, what you know about the war, you personally, Chris, have probably gotten a fair amount of uh, prejudice from people in the wasteland. Because it's actually fairly well known that uh, there was a Chinese assault on American soil. Yeah, also probably from the followers, I probably have a number of history books, whatever history books survived this long. Yeah, it's it's not completely unknown what happened in the war. Yeah. Some details are missing here or there, and some things have been perverted by... And, and in this case, when people but... talk about commie bastards, they're referring to the Chinese. Yeah. In, in fact, it's never, I don't believe it's ever been canonized that Russia took a part in the Great War. Yeah. Alright, so it looks like... I mean, horrible creatures like that would probably not know about friendship. Yeah. Um, do I know if... Do I know that how, how many attempts I have left before the terminal will try and lock me out? Um, it's not quite... It, it's hard to tell. There's no like actual indicator like there is in the games. But uh, you do know that you don't have the luxury to just try every combination and, and see what letters are correct. Right, yeah. Well, eventually I'm going to run out of time. <laughs> Just trying to brute force the password. Right. Fridays. God damn it. <laughs> Those commie bastards only love Mondays. <laughs> they all know the glory of a good three-day weekend. So you still have a password bar in front of you. Yeah. All right. I think we should probably meet. I think we should probably investigate a little bit more to try and get a better idea of what Kismet uh, of what Kismet was after or what Kismet. Some of to get deeper into the mind of Kismet here. We also must find clues as to the location of his phylactery. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably those things are one and the same. All right. Um, yeah, we'll start making our way back up. Um, probably just keeping the sl- probably keeping the sledge full of fusion batteries and extra stuff where it is, because we can do that when there's not robots trying to kill us. So what are the other dudes up to? Alright, so I can switch over to them if you're going to meet back up with them. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so, everyone else, you are in an atrium, and uh, Lanso and Chris just clanged open a utility door. We're in an atrium? Yes. Yeah, I believe we were planning on going upstairs to look around. Yes, at the moment, about four or five mascots just walk up to the balcony floors and just look down into the atrium from them. What's the plan? Um, I guess we should... I mean, there's stairs nearby, right? Heading up to the different things? Yeah. Yep. One stair to the second floor, one stair to the third floor. I guess we try the second floor first. Uh, she will... She will, uh... I guess, uh, shoulder... Or does the rifle have a strap or anything? Uh, no. It was held by a robot. Okay, yeah, then she'll... She'll keep the rifle, uh, on hand, and we'll... Um, proceed upstairs, leading the way. Okay. 
Alright, so everyone roll me either a stealth or a deceive check. Alrighty. Stealth it is! I'm beep-booping my way forward. I'm gonna sneak. I'm still pretty good at pretending I'm a robot, but it grates on my on my very being. Oh, how it grates. The metal is actually grating on your being. Mm-hmm. I got a plus five on deceive. Nice. All right. I am. I am. I. 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 I am normal security. Okay. So with that, with that amount of combined roll, you manage to um, make your way through fine. Although there are a few scares. Are you going to the second or the third floor? Second, second floor first, I believe. Okay. So you make your way up, and as you cross the threshold into the second floor, one of the uh, mascots that's holding onto the railing just near the exit of it turns to look at you as you pass wordlessly with a big smile on its face. It ha- it has a name tag on the front of it that says Sammy Swan, and the head is indeed long and elongated, coming to a beak. Swan walking. Yeah, Clint, I Clint guess. The, Clint the cat is on the third floor, apparently. <laughs> anyway, so now, yeah. Now, now, that, now that you gave there a reason to, be, to, to have cat noises, he won't make cat noises. Just as no. FYI. Yeah, that's why I did it. All right, Those and... Rolls. And there's a big set of wooden double doors in front of you that I assume you enter. Yeah. All right, you enter into a large cafeteria area. There's a mascot or two walking around here, too, but they don't seem particularly uh, aware. Light is coming in through big, fake stained glass windows, casting uh, casting uh, pretty shades of blues and greens on the floor. Oh, I, uh... I guess we can recharge here, maybe? It seems to be that way. Fantastic. Gonna suggest otherwise for now. Other things to take care of. Right. Mm. Could... We can... Should we take a look in the kitchen? Or... No. Don't know if there's anything there worthwhile. Might as well, though. Step in, in, in uh, behind the kitchen. Okay, you make it behind uh, the uh, the ye old Kismet Castle serving area, and uh, you make it into the kitchen, which is a much more standard uh, kitchen setup. Got an island table, some uh, some cooking instruments behind, <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you want, you can do investigate to see if there's anything useful in here. Yeah, Alex is a scavenger. Alright, let's do that. Uh, plus two. Okay, plus two. You find two or three boxes of, uh... <laughs> you find two or three boxes of, uh... 200-year-old Salisbury steak. Ew. It's food. <laughs> are they, like... When you say boxes, I hope you mean they are boxes and then in cans and in some way preserved. No, they're, they're, they're just non-meat enough to have lived this long. <laughs> Oh, that's also not heartening. Uh, Vespa will will uh, she she notes this and then just and then says something worthwhile when we're done here. Yeah, don't have much to carry right now. Let's head up to the third floor. Sure. All right. Gonna keep the Salisbury steak. No, uh, don't have anything to carry it right now. But otherwise, I would. I think we're just making it, making note of it and possibly coming back with, for it later. 
if you, yeah, if you want like, if you, if you want something to carry it in that's not too hard to find in this area there's there's like an old flower bag you can dump the oh, the yeah. the bad sure. flower out of sure she does that then she'll 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 dump out the uh, the flower um all the, all, some, mag- all, all the some weevils come out with it yep yep uh she dumps she dumps out the flower and starts uh just dumping food into this into the sack Dump, dumping food that is basically so non biological yeah. that it is still edible yeah there, there's there's some like half rat picked open stuff like a uh, mash like insta mashed potatoes and uh mm. powdered milk and all that super powdered milk yeah whatever just add some just, just add some irradiated water es- essentially sawdust at this point there is a sink well it's not eating time right now they have a problem to take care of yeah besides <laughs> no one's taking any damage that's how you heal damage in power right yeah yeah. We just stack on some food. Yeah. Did anyone else make investigate check, or are you just gonna go with uh, the plus two you got? Uh. Up to you. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, that's not really anything. Anything I'm. I'm actually uh, particularly good at. So. Okay. I'm not gonna. She just basically stocks up on some food. Yep. Sounds good. That's that's incredibly necessary. All right. So you're heading up to the third floor. Mm-hmm. Give me one more deceit slash stealth check. You gotta get back okay. into character. I got a plus two. Plus two. I got a plus one. Uh, Deceive check. Let's yep. see. Oh, holy shit! Uh, so that'll be a plus eight. Plus eight. Is that your best trait? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So as you come back out, the uh. Sammy the Swan looks at you suspiciously, or as as suspicious as you, as you can look with uh, those black dead eyes at the end of the uh, swan head and the dead smile. And it looks it looks from uh, from you dresses Frankie the Fox to the security guard to the smaller security guard. Uh, Alex sort of like lowers the brim of her hat to hide her face a little more. Nervous. Actually, actually, the it's smaller security you. guard is. The smaller security guard is Vespa. Yeah. Well, how how big is she? Five two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay then. Yeah. <laughs> probably taller than you. That's ridiculous. It looks yeah, more intense. Sammy looks more intently at uh at Jim, and then it pulls out a pair of handcuffs and goes to uh, cuff um, Alexandra. I do nothing and respond in no way because making any sort of response, despite my undying desire to protect the savior of our true robot god, it would break character. (laughs) Yes. Also, she's not in immediate danger, so I guess she will submit to the cuffing. All right. Then Sammy goes back to the balcony and starts looking into the atrium again. (laughs) It just cuffs her and then leaves her there? Well, clearly... She's a prisoner, and clearly Frankie ran out of cuffs. He's just being helpful. You know, you got a good point. Uh, <laughs> she frowns. <laughs> it's gonna be really hard to work with her hands. Them cuffed. Uh, she Vespa motions uh, further on. She pouts at you and then keeps walking. Okay, third floor then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at the third floor, it seems to be an administrative section. It's um, it's less um, like there's a velvet rope across it that says uh, aristocracy only on it. You see, you see a couple of um, you see a couple of skeletons on the ground, just around, 
with the remains of tattered robes around them. And in the back corner, there is an elevator. No, uh, no, um, no suits here? Two mascots on the other side of the floor, but they aren't paying much attention to you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to wait to, gonna have to wait to, uh, uncuff Alex then. Uh, just motion, uh, forward to- towards the elevator. <laughs> Do I have a negative aspect on me, handcuffed? Uh, handcuffing will just make certain actions undoable and provide penalties uh, to other actions. Gotcha. I guess I lead them to the elevator? Actually, at any point are they out of sight of any of the uh, of the things on their way? Yeah, mm. you can... You, you, oh. And like they aren't paying it. Like you're you're in their line of sight, but they aren't looking at you intently. Okay, well she probably shouldn't do this in their line of sight at all if she's gonna try this. So she'll just wait for now. Uh, what's your plan? Uh, to check to see if the other key on her person opens handcuffs. You can just do that by turning away from them. Yeah, she'll she'll try that. And the handcuffs pop open with a click. <sighs> just just gonna do this. this. You know what? Why not? For now, knowing that she can do that, she'll just she'll she'll just keep them closed for now and keep acting like a prisoner because that seems to be working. I was gonna yep, try that. I was get into the elevator, but keep doing that. Yep, there's, a, there's an elevator and a, and a an elevator panel attached to it. All right. Where is is there uh, any indicator of like where the elevator takes, like where, what what floors it goes to, or is it just one floor? It did not. There did not seem to be an exit on either of the other floors for it. Huh. I don't know. Uh, would she take a penalty to science to try and use a computer, or would it just? Is it just assumed that she can do it just fine? She's just slower at it. There, there's no computer. It's a. It's an electrical elevator panel. Oh, okay, so we just try and hit a call button, maybe? Somebody hit the call button? That'd probably look weird yeah. if the prisoner hits the call button. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I hit the call yeah. button and bring us down the elevator. Like, that, that's... See if it functions. Alright, the 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 uh, gears grind to life, but it stops, and it makes a... noise. And you notice that there's a small card slot beneath the buttons. Gonna be a problem. She'll, uh... Look, is there a is there a uh, mascot up here watching them? Not directly, no. And um, you could easily be obscured by the other two. Hey, hey, uh, stand behind me, maybe. Uh, hide me from view. I might be able to do something with this. Okay. She'll pop open her cuffs and then uh grab the tools that she collected from her personal gear. Okay. Yeah. And you can make you can make me a craft check. Make a craft, craft. Yeah. So yeah. Crafts check to try and uh to try and uh do a physical bypass of this. Okay. Oh. Okay. Apparently, I can only roll well when I'm literally rolling my best thing. That's a plus seven. Nice. Yeah. You unscrew the panel, and uh, in record time and silently, you uh you reconnect the wires that are connected to the card reader. To uh, to just connect to each other and bypass it entirely, and uh, now the button will work for you. You have executive yeah. access. She'll yeah, she'll pop the panel back in. 
place so that it doesn't look it looks minimally tampered with and uh yep pop and hit the button and then slip the handcuffs back on <laughs> yeah the door opens for you good job thanks lost a key card back home for a while had to uh had to make do good skill to have and she will uh, step on the elevator it uh, creaks beneath you. The rope's clearly not in the best shape they've ever been. <laughs> everyone, everyone, hopping on. Can yeah. Can Alex make a crafts check to kind of assess how safe this is to ride? Ah, uh, sure. Make me a crafts check. Plus three. It's not going to fall unless some seriously dumb stuff happens in it. Like if you get in a fist fight inside it or jump up and down and stuff. It's not safe, but it's also not immediately perilous. For a second, I thought you were continuing the sentence of if you get in a fist fight with it and another robot, like the one that's coming at you right now. And I was about to, about to be very, very impressed and angry at you. Sorry, never mind. Continue. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, so you pop the button. There is only yeah. one other button. I, yeah, I suppose once everybody's in, she'll kind of whisper, it should be safe as long as, you know, we don't rock it or anything. The, uh, the elevator trembles and dust falls from the ceiling of it as it starts to pull up. Yeah, and as it continues upward through this surprisingly tall tower, you see through the, uh, the front, it's one of those old elevators with the, uh, grated doors. You see through pieces of the tower that are missing that you're ascending the main spire of uh, Kismet Tower in the middle of Kismet Castle. Oh. This may... Sorry, go ahead. You might be able to see the whole park from up here. Yeah, depending on how often you've been around urbanized areas, you may be climbing to higher than you've ever climbed before, altitude-wise, as it pulls you up and up to about 150 feet in the air. Do you think this is taller than the Tower of Zap? Yeah, definitely is. Oh, glad there's an elevator in this one. And suddenly the back wall of the elevator opens into what appears to be an office with a 360-degree window looking out on all sides of the park. Um, I Stay away from the windows. Man was not built for such a height. Uh, well, that's okay, because I'm not... Oh, no, wait, I am. <laughs> Let's not get into that now. <laughs> yeah, and there's this huge desk in the center, made of a very thick wood, more, uh, more sturdy wood than you usually deal with when you're working out in the waste. And, uh, yeah, and there is a small television terminal sitting on the desk. Among among a bunch of other papers and effects. Huh. She looks around. There's no mascots in sight, right? No. She'll pop open her handcuffs and be a... Ooh, let's see if this works still. As you approach the terminal, you see that it is actually functioning right now. It's uh, playing some it's, it's, uh, playing some sort of uh, recording. It's muted at the moment, but you see an old man with a... Like a, a late middle-aged man with a gray mustache sitting on a desk and talking to the camera. Oh, uh, hmm. It's already going. 
Uh, she'll, she'll, I don't know, like, unmute it and see if she can start it from the beginning. It doesn't start from the beginning, it just seems to be on repeat right now, and uh, and uh, you, you feel like any entries you make into the terminal might mess up the recording. Alright, yeah, but she'll just... You, you catch the end of a sentence right before it cuts away. He just says, I love Frankie Fox more than any woman I have ever known. And then it cuts away to a cartoon. Not happy with it, where this went. <laughs> and uh, and it plays a it plays a Frankie Fox cartoon. And honestly, you none of you may have, I'm. It's only somewhat likely that any of you have seen a cartoon before. But it's an old pre-war pre-war animation, and it's oddly racist and propagandist. I look. <laughs> I think Alex may be the only person who's possibly seen a cartoon before. Well, maybe Lanzo, but I don't think no, that he'd... Is, he, is he yelling about Brisby Land? <laughs> no, it's Kismet Park! Kismet Park. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and Frankie Fox is basically uh, building war munitions in the, on an assembly line that that are going to kill some comically... And offensively Chinese stereotyping uh, soldiers. <laughs> and then somewhere in there, it just it just like pops up by war bonds invested U.S. Yeah. steel. Yeah. <laughs> like overtly. Look away, child. This is a tool of the robot devil. Uh, oh, okay. This is this is what it look like looks like when pure robots submit to human machines. She'll 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 stop. Uh... She'll stop watching Enraptured at the cartoon. Yep. God damn it. And at this point, I'm going to cut back down to the basement. Lanzo, Chris, what's the plan? Uh, we're going to try and head back up and see if we can meet up with the other guys. Um, um, as, as you head back up to the atrium, you realize I need to you have now no because... idea where they are. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's part of the problem. We didn't set up any sort of meeting point or anything like that. Um... God damn it, I wish I tried that password now. I was about to punch in Frankie Fox, and then I was held back thinking it was too fucking dumb. <laughs> you have a fair amount of tries left. It doesn't strain the imagination if you give it a shot. <sighs> okay, yeah, sure, if you don't think it's too metagamey. No, I don't think so. I just and that's that's the name that's the name of the park mascot that was that was kind of like that was kind of holding us hostage. Yeah, it it it's relevant, it's a piece of information you know. Yeah. And you, said you considered putting it in yeah then yeah all good it disables the turrets <laughs> yeah it, it says uh full access given welcome mr kismet and yeah he just looks and uh was it frankie or frankie fox uh you try one and then the other and frankie fox is the uh correct answer huh okay uh well it looks like the turrets are offline Apparently, the thing the communists would never take is Frankie Fox. I see. Don't know what this means. Um. All right. I'm gonna pop. Th- I'm gonna. Uh. So it's. I'm gonna pop the lock. Um. I'm gonna. Uh. I'm gonna hope that we can get that we can. can... You're gonna pop and lock. Yes. <laughs> Rocket. Um. Anyway. Uh. No. That sounds yeah. amazing. Get that. Re- relevantly, weren't those machines like borrowed from the Epcot Center or something? <laughs> the robots in that music video? I don't know. 
so when I pop the lock, uh, does it does it in does uh, does it? I'll I'll I'll, un, I'll open the lock for the for the uh, for the mach- for the mainframe room. Yeah, a rush of cold air whooshes out, condensing the water, what little water is in the air, as uh, one of the few sterile locations left in this uh, left in the wasteland pops open for you. All right, we and need to yeah, we need to enter yeah. in and and seal it again pretty fast. They're supposed to be climate control systems that aren't working. Yeah, and uh, you pop in, shut the door, and you see inside two turrets, one in each of the far corners. These are clear, clearly military-grade machine guns. Oh, God. So these would have just destroyed us? Not necessarily, but you would have had a pretty hard time taking them down without taking some damage. All right. Uh, and so... there, yeah, and there is a uh, huge Robco mainframe, just a big supercomputer lying against the back wall. Uh, I'm assuming there's a terminal somewhere in this room for it. Yeah, there's a big terminal set in among the front all, of it. Among all the bizarre reel-to-reel tapes. Yeah. Yeah, there there are there are a couple tapes down here, but it's not much to uh, worry about. All right, I'm going to yeah, uh, I will try and access the 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 Robco mainframe terminal. Okay, so you open it up and give me a science roll. Okay, uh, plus three. All right, you get. Can two I assist or- by being stalwart? Uh, do you have science or crafts oh, at hell plus, no. plus, plus one or greater? Oh, I've craft. Yeah. Craft, craft a plus one will let you help here. You do a little bit of wire snipping. Yeah. Alright, so I get a plus four then, I guess, with his assistance? Okay, then yeah, you get two functions. All one right. says one says access current mascot programming, the other one says office, uh, direct office line. Uh, I will check out the current mascot programming. The uh the screen blanks away and you start halfway into a an oddly racist and propaganda cartoon. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Is this the, is this the Freddy Fox cartoon that's telling everybody to buy war bonds? Yes, yes, it is. The hell? How did he even make? How did he even make them function on this? Oh my god, there were there. there, there oh my. God. God, there, there, there were subliminal messages in these. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Does it also, say... how does one purchase a war bond? <laughs> and I hate communists. <laughs> yeah, is, communist? is, is Lanzo being affected by watching this cartoon? Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, maybe a resolve check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, right? Uh, Will, sorry, yes. Yep. Different, different skill names. Oh, uh, plus five. But the joke uh, stands. Yeah, you, you you feel the influence of this cartoon reach into your robot mind, but you are too strong-willed for it. Lance, are you getting anything off of this? It's cursed some kind of terrible, unholy magic. It seeps into my very mind. Alright, yeah, okay, this thing's got a basilisk on it. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> Lance was just really dumb. <laughs> Uh, alright, uh, can I get it, can I get an, so given that this is apparently playing a cartoon on a continuous loop, can I figure out which of the, which of the data tapes is, which of the tapes is on? It doesn't actually seem to, uh, be connected, it doesn't actually seem to be connected to, um, you don't seem to be able to control it from here. Like, you can access the database and find out, like, the, um, the season and, uh, episode number and call sign and all that. Right. 
but um, there's no way to change it from here, it seems. All right, uh, I'll go to direct office line. All right, what do you say? Uh, oh, is it just is it is it a is it a prompt yeah, it, or it, is it a or is it like or is there a microphone it, that I talk into? Yeah, it just says speak into the microphone, and there's a little cartoon arrow pointing up to uh, a small speaker on the top of the console. He'll grab the microphone and say, uh, "Hello, this is Chris." All right, everyone up in the main office, you you can hear it on the on the desk. There's an intercom that's uh, speaking. Hello, this is Chris. Uh, oh, Walker, push the put push the button on the intercom. Vespa here. Oh, all right, cool. Um, uh, Lanso and I managed to make our way into the mainframe, uh, into the mainframe bank. Uh, I was able to access the. I was able to access the, the, the mascot programming. It looks like they're all apparently following instructions that are encoded into a really uh, into a into some kind of really racist propaganda cartoon with Freddy Fox. Oh, Frankie Fox. Frankie Fox. Sorry. Is oh, I think that cartoon's playing here. Avert your eyes. You hear in the background. I I already um I was warned. Yeah. Apparently. What do you mean embedded? I mean, I mean, I went to the programming for the mascots, and this is and this cartoon started playing. Uh, Lanzo took a look at it, and he said it was filling him with dark magic or something. Um, it's it's the the cartoon itself appears to contain whatever instructions the mascots are supposed to follow. Can you stop that? Uh, I don't have I don't have the, the wherever whatever it's wherever it's drawing this cartoon from. I don't have access to. Uh, we'd have to actually we we need to we need to swap out we need to swap out the tapes. Maybe that's up here. Maybe. Also, apparently, oh. the, also, uh, there are some incredibly high power turrets in this room. Uh, military grade probably could probably uh, load it down with armor piercing rounds. Um, I was able to turn them off for some reason by entering Frankie Fox. Oh yeah. Uh, before the cartoon started playing, I turned on a. Like, I caught the end of some old guy saying something, and he said that something about Frankie Fox being really loving her. I guess Frankie Fox is a girl fox. Don't know. Huh. All right. Well, yeah, if you guys can figure out, if you guys can find uh, another set of tapes, uh, or where, you said it's playing up there. Do you, can, can you find, can you find the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the player? The reels, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll see if they're here. All right, and see if yeah. we'll probably have to find some other cartoons or hell. I mean, if you can find a way to, if you can find a way to rewrite the uh, to rewrite the tape to make the mascots work for us. All right. Anyone in the office can give me an investigate check. We'll do. We'll try. Will Smith. Big ol' zero. Oh, and uh, there, there also is zero. Hmm? there is an aspect on this uh, room, by the way, called panoram- oh. panoramic lighting. The the sun is just radiating beautifully through the uh, 360 degree window. Uh sure. I will. We we start out with the default How- refresh rate is three, right? Yeah, unless you spent any to get extra stunts. I did the default stunts two stunts by default, right? I think so. I thought it was three. Maybe it was three because I think I was having trouble coming up with an extra one. Possibly. Oh, uh, I think your refresh can't go below one, so you could have from three to five. Okay, okay so gotcha. I'll need to come up with another one at some point because I 
I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens during play. They yeah, that's fine. So you don't have to come up with all of them at once. So, uh, but yeah, sure. I'll spend one of my uh, fate points to tag that to make my total roll a plus five. Plus five. That'll do it. All right. Uh, set under one of the uh, under what's basically a figurine, a a wide base figurine of uh, Frankie Fox. You find a small hollow tape acceptor with uh, an eject button. Ah. I think I found the player. She'll eject the tape. Okay, so you're ejecting it? Yes. Okay. The tape pops out and the cartoon stops. It also stops down in the mainframe. Alright, yeah, the cartoon's not playing here. Uh, she looks around. Is there anything else, any other tapes around? Um, there don't seem to be, actually. You do hear... You, 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 um, in fact, since you, since you, uh, won with, um... Style, I'll say you find a catalog. Basically a small notebook of um, of cartoons that are somewhere in the park. Huh. Yeah, she'll... Oh, so this must be referring to... Okay, I see. Um, she probably looks over for a, min- for a minute. So, it looks like... So, there aren't any other tapes here, but according to th- this... According to something I found, it looks like there might be other tapes elsewhere around here. If we could find one of them, and it's a better cartoon, we might be able to make the 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 uh, mat- mascots follow them. All right. Follow whatever the cartoon says. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I need a notice. Uh, yep. Lan- Lance and Chris, give me a notice check. Can do. Can't really do, but okay. Plus one. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I guess we'll see what happens when they when they don't have programming. Luckily enough, you hear this because it's a very loud noise. You hear a string of tin cans rolling down a set of steps. All right, they're coming. Um. All right. Uh. Uh, it looks like we got looks like we got company incoming. Uh, they're probably heading towards the server room. Okay. Um. Do you want us to come down there? We got a bit of a long elevator ride, but yeah, I'm not sure what they're coming. I'm not sure what these what what they progr- what what they do when they don't have any programming running. That, that uh, is Jim, on my way. Jim Vespera, as you're looking around, you see out the bottom of the park, you see uh you see a couple of very colorful figures walking in the front door. Colorful figures? Colorful as in, like, literally brightly colored from the top. You're too high to get much distinguishing characteristics, but you see a bunch of uh, entities walking into the castle. Can I put down this this sweet joint that I'm apparently smoking and get a better look, since I'm too high to see it? Uh-huh. Uh, You're 420 feet in the air. <laughs> That's pretty high. Uh, um, I think there's more of the things... Coming in. Uh, Maybe you should put the tape back in. Okay. I don't know. I mean, we could. I mean, I can test to see what they're gonna do. And if you hear bad things, put the tape back in. I I I can do that. Uh, I think I'll be fine up here for now. If you guys want to go, I can see what I can do from here. She'll say to Vespera and uh, Jim. I'm. I must stay by your side to protect you. Uh, okay. Though, 
I mean, I'm pretty sure if they come up here, they have to come up through the elevators, so I guess it works either way. I'm just more worried about them right now. It's all right. We can test it and hide Does Jim behind. Jones start with because she's so benevolent? Yes. I have. I'll be fine. I've got a sturdy chance after all. All right. I rush off to do your bidding then. Yeah, I guess uh, Vespa will head off too because she's about to get real down there. And, uh, well, shouldn't be anything coming up here, right? She just says, keep in touch. I will. Uh, I mean, the elevator's not exactly quiet, so I'll have plenty of warning if something's coming up anyway. Mm. I'm sure there's places I can hide. She looks around as if to confirm this. Uh, you could hide under the desk if it came to it. Yep. I could jump out the window. They'll never follow me that way. It's true. They won't. They <laughs> might. <laughs> I don't think my chassis is quite that sturdy. Not the chassis. Alright. Alright, you, uh, what do you do, Chris and Lanza? Alright, you want to see what's coming after us, buddy? Sure. Alright. Excuse me. Uh, yes. <laughs> sure, that's... In, indeed, yes. Yes, sure. I... Verily. Indeed. Very, verily. Forsooth. <laughs> yeah, alright, uh, well, uh, Chris will, uh, yeah, Chris will open, will, uh, open the door. And uh, kind of look out. Yeah, uh, the air rushes out again, condensing out some more water. All right, yeah. He'll, and uh, there's yeah. A, there's about thirty mascots looking back at you. Are they like marching in lockstep? They are in they are in uh, in rank file. Shit, I don't know what this means. Give me a science check. All right, hail, <laughs> hail and well met, fair mascot. I got plus six. <laughs> Plus six, very nice. All right, you you spit out a bit of Robco terminal code that you that you know off the top of your head that um that will uh will cause most models of robots to call back if they're in standby, and you receive thirty in unison callbacks. So they're all just so they're all in standby right now. They returned home. Oh, okay, right, yeah, because they're all trauma kits. <laughs> Um, you have thirty skeleton mascots waiting for you. He'll go back to the, that. He'll go back. I think that's where I'm going to end the session. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Actually, he'll probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll. Unless you unless you got something really relevant. No. He was just he was just going to go back and say, yeah, okay, it's safe. Which yeah. Honestly, just staring down thirty like skeletons is probably the better way. They're, they're, they're all just they're all just staring. <laughs> and this has been the end of Fallout session one. Five nights at Kismet's. God damn it. <laughs> Yay. Uh, good job. Everyone have fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. If you wanted to keep with the, the, the with the theme of the original title, it could be yes. Five Nights with Frankie. <laughs> Five Nights with Frankie. All right. Does anyone want to know what you get for completing this session? I'd sure. like to know, too. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> okay. You have passed a minor milestone, which means you can... Re- you can do any. You can do exactly one of the following: switch the rank values of any two skills. Mm. Um, I assume. Actually, it doesn't say they have to be um, one apart. So just switch the rank values of any two skills. You can change a stunt for another stunt. You can purchase a new stunt if you have the refresh to do so. Keeping in mind that refresh cannot go below one. Right. 
or you could rename an aspect that is not your high concept. Interesting. At bigger milestones, the list of things you can do will expand. Yeah, you actually get, like, skill points and... Or specifically refresh points that you can burn for a skill point, etc. Yeah. Right. Ah, cool. But yeah, we can figure that out uh, once the recording's done. So, thanks for listening, Aaronet. Uh, if you have any questions about what just happened, uh, put them <laughs> down in the forum. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Good, Good night. night. Good night. Good night, Aaronet. Good night, Aaronet.